Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? Hello, Paul, and welcome back to your full cast. Shall we read a poem? I'm Russ. And I'm Lauren. Sorry, you don't get Fry. I know he was way more interesting than I am, but I'm back. <laughs> Sorry about that. That is not so. Fry is just a different... I don't know. I felt like the, it, it was the quality improved when I was gone. <laughs> I disagree. I think I corpsed Fry quite a lot. And do you know the reason why? I didn't mention this, but on our other podcast, God, we just need to like marry these things. We spend the entire episode just dogpiling and interrupting Fry. That's all we do <laughs> the entire episode. And so this time I was like, you know what? I'm going to let Fry talk. Well, he and then some charming things. I liked him saying, like, if you don't have a poet on your Facebook feed, you're missing out. I was <laughs> like, that is, that's very thoughtful. Huh. Almost like Fry's a good person. Almost. <laughs> well... Do you have some tales to tell, or should sure, we just let's, move past that? Let's start with a poem. <laughs> oh, is oh is the poem related to the tales? Yeah. <gasps> this is Longmobile. It's the world's longest car, I swear. It reaches from Beale Street to Washington Square. And once you get in it, to go where you're going, you simply get out, because you're there. And it's a picture of a car with only the front axle and the headlights and great, no, grill. Yes, it's called a grill. And uh, it's super, super long. It takes up two pages. <laughs> well, I suspect there were some mobiles in your adventures. Yes, uh, my sister and I drove a Subaru Forester that belonged to my late father across the country to Portland, Oregon. I'll thank you to pronounce it Subaru. Subaru? The Subaru. <laughs> the Subaru! <laughs> also, my father-in-law's favorite song. Why is it your dad's favorite song? My father-in-law's favorite song. Oh, your father-in-law's. Oh, super. That makes sense because your father-in-law is Japanese. Yes. Yes, that is the magnum opus by Shinji Tanimura, uh, who has been singing it, I think, since God was a boy. Ah, Enka. <laughs> I can't say that I recognize this, but I also haven't listened to that much Enka except, you know, wandering by a bar late at night in Japan with some middle-aged dude caterwauling into the microphone. I can tell you what's always on at my uh, in-laws at New Year's, and that is the Japanese top one billion countdown. I swear they do this every... Like, they pick the best songs from, like, the last 50 years and play them all day long. So you just get this lit... They start in, like, the 50s and go up to now. You know, so that one's always on there. So Subaru is the Japanese name for the Pleiades are seven sisters and that's why the Subaru logo looks the way it does. Bingo. Well, so tell us about this <laughs> trip. So the poem, you know, 
the quick the trip is quick because the car is already there before you get there. I guess you then have to get right back out of the car and walk the length of the car to get where you're going, but whatever. Driving across the country takes forever. It is such a fucking <laughs> slog. I hate it. I didn't want to do it. But what was uh, the impetus? So my dad's car went to my sister. My sister has moved to Scotland. My sister didn't want to sell the car because she has like some emotional attachment to it, I suppose, and wanted me to have it while she's in Scotland, which is going to be a few years. Oh, dear. So I have a free car that I don't really want. And since getting it here, I refuse to touch it. <laughs> what, are you afraid you'll catch something? Yeah. Car. Car. Driverness. <laughs> Like, my bio says everywhere that I'm a car-free person, and I'm like, God, I gotta update that everywhere. As long as I don't touch it, I feel like I'm still kind of... I might technically own a car, but I'm not using it. My roommate has used my car, and I have not. That's not a bad idea, because, you know, you don't want it to just sit there and rust. Right, exactly. I'm like, nope. I will use it next week, though, when I have to take Minerva to the vet. (laughs) Well, all right, so this you made it in what, five, six, seven, eleven days? Uh, let's see. We started on the... Things in my house, and at my family's house were just going terribly. Originally, I was supposed to be driving with across the country with my housemate, but instead, what happened is that uh, everything was going to shit at my family home, and so my sister was just like, why don't I just drive with you across the country? And I was like, <laughs> sure. That sounds fine. That way I won't have to take more vacation time. So we left on the 28th and went uh, 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, 1st, 2nd. We almost could have gotten there on the 1st, except that my sister got extremely terrible food poisoning. I knew uh she I think we think it believe it was from the food she ate in Jackson, Wyoming on New Year's Eve. <laughs> well, even failing that, neither one of you particularly enjoys riding in cars. No, we both hate being in cars. I hate it even more than she does, but neither of us that's to say neither of us like it. And so a cross country drive with two people, neither of whom can ride in cars, and oh. one of whom is vomiting everywhere. <laughs> and the funny thing is it wasn't me because I'm the one who gets car sick. Oh, uh, what we was just... the best place you stayed? Yeah, my my cousin's house in Denver. <laughs> what was the worst place you stayed? Uh I mean, we stayed in hotels that weren't terrible. They were all like comfort in and stuff, so they weren't awful. I would say that town that i found the the most disconcerting was idaho falls that place was a shithole the first place we stopped at was uh it was just the first hotel we saw and we had just driven over the pass in the the teton pass in the dark on new year's eve and that is harrowing as shit it is so harrowing it's very steep it's all ice and there are tight turns and traffic going both ways. It is terrifying. And it was dark and it was New Year's Eve. So, of course, at one point you end up having to stop on this press, this like precipice that 
you know, you can't stop very well because you're sliding down the ice, but you have to stop <laughs> because there's a person in the way because the person is dry- <laughs> guiding traffic around this accident of somebody who, I guess, drove too fast, drunk on New Year's Eve and like s- slipped into the the side of the of the mountain. Luckily, they slipped towards the mountain and not down it, but uh <laughs> It was stressful, and my sister, who had lived in Jackson for a winter, was doing all the driving at that point. So, but I ended up doing most of the driving because she like burned out whole, all her spoons on the difficult part. So, <laughs> by the time we got to Idaho Falls, we were both just so destroyed. <laughs> and the first hotel we saw was an Akana Lodge, and so I I stop, and my sister looks around. She's like. There are too many prostitutes here. I don't have anything against <laughs> prostitutes, but I don't like Johns. They're sketchy. Let's get out of here. And so we left. And we got found a better place. And honestly, yeah, it did look really sketch. That was ama- that fugue state was amazing there. Well, it really was a fugue state a lot of state a lot of the time because I just don't have any stamina for driving. So when you told me that you were in Idaho Falls, I learned uh, two interesting things about it. One, the falls seem to be sewer runoff. And it's a dam. It's not really falls. And the other is that Idaho Falls is the location of the only fatal nuclear reactor incident in U.S. history. (laughs) Yeah, that place place was a shithole. When we woke up the next morning, my sister was like, do you have any antiacids? I feel kind of nauseous. I think I'm having acid reflux. And I was like, I do not. And but let's get moving and get in the car and just things went downhill from there where she just got progressively sicker and sicker and I'm like I don't want to drive all the way tomorrow all by myself so like please let's go a few more hours so that the next day won't be just won't be terrible and finally after a few hours she was like I can't anymore and we stopped in a place called Mountain Home which is a little nothing town but it has at least it has beautiful views of the mountains. And then she vomited <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh, happy new year. <laughs> yeah, that was it. She started it off with vomiting everywhere. And I don't I don't know. We assume she probably got it at the McDonald's in Jackson, Wyoming, because that lines up the most realistically with the timeline. Oh, no. What did she have? Cheeseburgers? What did you have? I'm a vegetarian. No, I no, I know, but what'd you eat from McDonald's? Just fries? Nothing. I didn't even eat anything oh. at that McDonald's. This and I didn't I didn't get it and she did. I think I eventually did get it a little bit because uh on the second later on the second as I was driving home I started to get like weird sweats and stuff and I was just like, uh and then I spent the next few days feeling mild feeling kinda nauseous and having the shits, but not awful. So I think I got it, but just not as bad. Man, norovirus will light you right up. I don't Ugh. think it was norovirus because it lit her right up, but it did not light me right up. It was just kind of a, eh, maybe a little. I remember my last food poisoning. It was beautiful. I think you've told the norovirus story on yeah. this podcast before. And again, and I don't know if it was norovirus or not, but it was. It, it was. It was definitely a blowing out both ends. Yeah, yeah. Just my poor sister was just vomiting uncontrollably for hours <laughs> and in a car <laughs> just throwing wood paper bags out the window she actually didn't vomit in the car i was uh she 
kept she had a little thing for vomiting in the car we stole the ice bucket from the the comfort inn or whatever we had in idaho (laughs) falls so that she could vomit into it if she needed to but she managed to save most of her vomiting until we got to mountain the hotel and mountain home and then there was a lot of vomiting this uh, this sounds just i i could not wait for you to tell the story (laughs) is how bad it sounds i it it was bad i don't think it I don't think it was. It's nearly as interesting as your story about uh, getting norovirus in Ireland, and both you and your spouse just lying there, collapsed, and needing the paramedics to come and get you. This was me, like bringing my sister Gatorade and crackers. Well, yeah, but she just sort of it was in bed screaming with pain. Yeah, but it's not just that. It's the it's the six day journey across the United States on New Year's in a car yeah. that you don't want to have, and really neither of you. Br- and like, I mean, it's it's a whole. That, that's that's for freaking fifteen minutes on stage. Yeah. Well, I, I hope it's funny. I hope it's funny. <laughs> I never think my life is all that interesting or funny. I think there's sometimes when I think my life is interesting, like. The other night, I was wandering around drinking a cider with a bag of organ meat and <laughs> staring up at the power lines just in my neighborhood. And if you would, if you were to be driving by or walking by at the moment, there would have just been like this late 30s lady s- sitting on the sidewalk, staring up the sky, drinking a cider with a bag of organ meat. Now, it all makes sense if you know what was going on, but uh, if you don't, it's real weird. Man, speaking of long cars, the Canada line needs longer trains. It is exactly two cars long. That is not not enough cars for a Vancouver. No. Uh so some of that is because when they it's the same in Portland. We can't make our light rail have more car- cars and it has to do with how the tracks were built. Well, I know that these can't, and I'm just complaining because they won't have any more cars because the platforms aren't long enough. Oh, well, maybe that's the issue. My perfect solution is like kind of a horizontal paternoster, you know, where the train just keeps on going in a loop and then you climb on and off. Like a caterpillar? Uh, yep. uh Okay. <laughs> I guess there's not a lot of people who know what a paternoster is. If I just no, I was like, there. it was actually just the motion you were making. I was like, oh, like a back caterpillar backhoe or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a paternoster is an elevator that never stops moving, so it's always going up one side and always going down on the other side. And to okay. use it, you just step on. And Russ, you might be saying, it sounds like it'd be very easy to get hurt in one of these. Yes, it would. That's why you don't see a lot of them anymore. <laughs> there's a couple still running in. There's one in Prague that I've been to. but And so that, but sideways. Uh, kind of like a ski lift. Yes. Like Without an operator. Bingo. <laughs> just, the, just the AI overlords. So, Russ, what are you reading? I am reading Anteater. A genuine Anteater. The pet man told my dad. Turned out it was an aunt eater, and now my uncle's mad. This works very well for me because when I say the name of my aunts, I say the word aunt instead of aunt. I don't say aunt. And that's wonderful because you're originally from Maryland. Yes. And you say aunt. Mm-hmm. And I'm originally from Fort Worth, Texas, and I say aunt. Yeah. And everyone in Vancouver says aunt. Interesting. 
So where are all these aunt people other than the UK? I don't know, but people made fun of me for calling my aunt my yeah. aunt. But everybody says aunt. Now, when it ends in I-E, do you say auntie or do you, do you say auntie? Oh, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, because I say auntie if it ends in I-E. I think auntie, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyone who wants to learn otherwise, English it sounds like you're just. Soul. Otherwise, it just sounds like you're against that person. <laughs> I'm anti Barbara. <laughs> I call the per- th- this poem's interesting because the dad's not mad about it, but uncle is, even though uncle might just be the person who's married to aunt. Oh, probably is. And therefore, wouldn't be uncle. They would be like guy married to aunt in law. Well, no, because a lot of people will call. Okay, so you have your uncle, and your I uncle, do the same thing. Yes, and your uncle gets married, and that person for some people that's your aunt, the person yeah. who married in. It's just easier to refer to. Yeah. No, my uncle married in, and he's my uncle. None of my parents' siblings were married at any time while I was alive, hmm. so I never had I'm- to deal with that conundrum i'm just thinking back to that i'm my own grandpa song what you're looking at sorry i got caught up looking up that i'm my own grandpa song but we already mm, talked it's an about annoying that. song yeah it all has to do with marrying people who aren't really of your age sigh <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, okay so th- this is gonna come way out of left field <laughs> do you hate rich people dog breeds i'm thinking of anything that is too long or too small so like a boar, a borzoi or a how do you pronounce that? Is it I don't borzoi? know, but it sounds like a bezoar. Yeah, or a whippet. Oh, a whippet! I do know what a whippet is. But I don't or, particularly you know, have anything against whippets. They're just little pathetic things. Those are some weird. Well, borzois look ridiculous, Where and I and Lord, I I absolutely know I'm not pronouncing that correctly. Nope, it's borzoi. I got it right. Well, you know about that. What is it? Oh, that's a oh yeah, that's a great picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like somebody went up to like a poodle and then pulled its nose down. <laughs> and so I was on TikTok the other day, and there's a video of an anteater wandering around a zoo, <laughs> and somebody posts, "Who's Borzoi's that?" <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. So no, I wish that I had any kind of ridiculous story like you did but i defied... it, i like having good vacations and it's so rare that i have them and i realized you that you never have a good vacation yeah oh, oh my god you never have a good vacation oh, i did though i did i when i went uh on the sort of work vacation with the biking in louisiana i had a good time then i defied the odds uh, i live in vancouver and this holiday season there was an uncharacteristically heavy several days of snow. And one day, 60% of the flights going out of YVR were canceled. And I was talking to a cab driver, and he's like, yeah, I just had to drop somebody off who missed her wedding. Aww. Well, not as <laughs> bad as like, the poor guy who missed his heart transplant. No freaking joke, man. And I didn't get hit with any of it. I made it to Dallas for Christmas and then Toronto for New Year's and didn't see a single delay. Damn, I have the devil's own luck sometimes. Yeah, I don't think I would have been all that sad about it taking me a long time to get 
to where I was going if going was to spend time with my family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well, if, it happened to me, got, if it happened to me on the way back... Spend, yeah, so you got to there. spend so much time with your family. <laughs> ah, no more. No more. Well, does the Subaru have a name? My sister wants to call it the mushroom because she knows it'll be taking me to look for mushrooms a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, eh. I was calling it Scoobaroo for a moment because it's funny, <laughs> but... Are there any mushrooms that start with ska? Uh, I'm sure, but I don't. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Hmm. I got stuck on iringi mushrooms the other day, and that's like the simplest one. What did you got stuck on them? Yeah, I I can never like it takes it takes me about 15 seconds to remember what they're called. Oh, I'm always like those are some nice portable. Would you like to describe an iringi for our tiny ass audience? All two I mean, of them kinda... out there. I'll I'll have you know we have fully twenty five listeners, mm. so I, so I'm going to <laughs> hear it. I'm so bad at this. Um, Lauren is our mushroomologist, and so I'm going to do my best to describe an eringi mushroom. To my eye, it looks exactly like you took a penis and smashed the head against something hard. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay, yeah, sure. That's not. That's not. That's not entirely wrong. A penis looks like a mushroom, so wouldn't any mushroom be a penis-shaped fungi? So, an eringi mushroom is. If you are familiar with an oyster mushroom, it is kind of <laughs> like that, except that it has like a stem, like a huge stem. It does. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you have any uplifting thoughts to leave our listeners with? I well, got to see people ice fishing, and by get to, got to see people ice fishing, what I mean is I just saw like all these little bumps on the ice that were like red or black, and there were ice fishing huts that were these pop up tents, kind of like zits on a face, but it was on lar- it was on lakes and ponds. <laughs>